Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where normally we cover all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. But today, join us as we delve deeper into our, our series, The Hills Have Size Du, um, where we're going to be discussing The Hills New Beginnings, Season 2, Episode 8, Get Dessert and Bail. I'm your host, Frank Pezenite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. Um, and we should sound normal again, because I am back in D.C., so... Yeah. <laughs> Um, thanks to all of you who made it through our last episode. Um, it was painful to record and live it in the moment. And then I had to listen to it several times after that to edit it. So I hope it wasn't terrible. Um, but now we're back and Meredith, I believe that you had some housekeeping. I do. So I, it's pretty rare when I scroll through our pod Instagram feed, you know, I post things, but it's pretty rare when I scroll and kind of go through our former shows, you know, personalities and all the comments that lie underneath their photos and things like that. And I was scrolling through early this morning when I couldn't sleep. And I noticed that it had been a while since Jenny and Alan from Mexican dynasties were pictured together. Oh no. So then I started to, you know, scoop around, look at stuff. Alan was posting a lot of pictures of himself like very Fernando, like him in the studio, him with a guitar just by himself. And I was like, that's weird. And then I saw that Jenny posted a picture of her with another man. <gasps> no. So, so then I was like, that's got to be like her hairdresser or like her trainer, you know, like who knows, right? Like, and I go through the comments and they got divorced. Oh, <gasps> what? How could you do this to me? Question mark. <laughs> Jenny and Alan got divorced. I am devastated. And it happened pretty quickly. Um, so I think her, some of the comments I looked at were early June. Okay. Which is why I hadn't noticed. Um, and so she does have, she is seeing someone new. And in the comments, someone asked her how her kids are doing. And she said, they're adjusting great. And then I saw someone said, are you still on good terms with the family? Uh-oh. And Jenny said, no, I wasn't in the past. And now everything is worse. Oh, no. I know. And then she doesn't elaborate more on that. But yeah, they got divorced. And I was surprised. I'm surprised, too. That super sucks. I have a feeling that Mari is probably doing cartwheels all over that penthouse in Mexico City as we speak. There were a lot of comments that was like, good for you for getting rid of that mother-in-law. Oh, I'm so sad. I like them. That makes me sad. I know. And a lot of people asked about Shambhala or whatever the name of the band was. Uh-huh. And Jenny said, we both still make music, but separately. Oh. I know. I know. Oh, that's a bummer. I wonder if that may have been part of the like wrench in the works on Mexican dynasties too. If there was just a, you know, bad relationship and family drama in the IN days. I don't know. I think Bravo just didn't pick it up. Yeah, I mean, probably, but anyway, yeah, RIP. Oh, RIP is right. Well, that sucks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Caitlin Carter is just loving being pregnant. All the pregnancy things. Um, She is, and I was going to bring this up later, but I feel like we might as well bring it up now since you brought up her pregnancy. Um, Once you pointed it out to me, it's now all I can notice. Her um, confessional? I, yes. So She's I think pregnant. we need to discuss it because you were the one who noticed it first. 
Um, well, so there it's in my notes later too. There's just one confessional where she looks noticeably pregnant in the black top. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like her boobs are gigantic. Yeah. And she just kind of has, um, you know, Caitlin is of course she's still thin and gorgeous. Um, but she's just got kind of like a little bit of a, a puffiness to her face that she doesn't have in other confessionals. And it was clearly filmed after the fact. Yes. Yeah. But all that said, are you ready for episode eight? get dessert and bail yeah which, that could be our motto um that is pretty much my life motto yeah get dessert and bail uh so we open the episode and the gang is on a boat ride and they're discussing how the last big event they have in tahoe is a murder murder mystery party excuse me because um, god forbid like there were so many reality show tropes in this episode alone i know murder mystery parties paint and sip like they covered them all dressed like they were at a gas gaspy party at the murder mystery party they hit all the high notes yep and audrina and brody are talking on the boat and they both admit that tahoe reminds them of alaska i thought that was interesting um, um i thought it was interesting because i could bet that brody's maybe been to alaska but, but not audrina audrina has been to alaska so i was a little confused by that had the exact same thought that's why i brought it up i was like okay brody went to snowboard or go hiking or camping or whatever what was audrina doing there yeah but- i don't know i also wanted to mention i think it's hysterical that frankie's in the opening credits yes like who did frankie blow to get a title card on the show he is never in it ever no <laughs> like, ever no how are you a main character caroline's in it more than he is and she's not a main character I know. And it actually, it makes me feel bad for he and Jen, because I wonder if, you know, they have kids and actual jobs. And I wonder if for a short while their life revolved around filming and getting tested and showing up in Tahoe and, you know, San Diego and blah, blah, blah. And then they just got axed from the whole thing. Because I'm dying to know what the pricing structure is. I know. Like, I wonder if it's like Bravo, where you get paid per episode that you're on and how much screen time you have. And like, he's barely been on it. So I hope he's making some coins. I feel like he's too business savvy. He wouldn't do it if he didn't. Yeah. Because he, well, he has a real he has a real job. EP or something too. I know. We keep I, we should look. Um, but also on this boat ride is Brandon and Danny. And everybody buckle up because we're gonna get a lot of that um in this episode. And I <laughs> could not escape Danny's sunglasses. Uh, you mean her pink, like 1990 weird X Games sunglasses? Yeah, they were very like beach volleyball in the 90s. Yeah, I had a pair, not pink, but of that same similar shape. And they were very like weightlifter slash like beach volleyball. Yes, I guess they're back. I mean, no doubt. Um, And then we hear more about how Brandon, you know, he couldn't relax in Tahoe until Danny got there. And he wants to take more trips with her. And, you know, he admits that he doesn't know how to have a healthy relationship. And he needs to learn how to step back. And Danny agrees with him and says, you have a lot to learn. (laughs) He also is an insane person because he claims that both of his parents' problems is that they're hopeless romantics, which he has obviously confused with being codependent, mentally ill love addicts. Yes. Yes. Like that is not being a hopeless romantic. That is being an insane person. Right. And how old is Brandon again? 25? Yeah, like early 20s. Yeah. And how old is Danny? Like earlier 20 <laughs> yeah i know i just i thought it was funny that she looks like a teenager and she's standing there and saying you have a lot to learn and i was like she's right yeah she's classic 100 correct yep and then caitlin and audrina talk again about their awkward conversation 
and I do appreciate this about Caitlin. Sometimes she feels like she beats a dead horse, but I do, I like that she likes to clear the air with people. She's a good communicator. She wants to put it all out there. And she just tells Audrina that she felt passed over in the conversation and that Audrina was focusing on her relationship with Brody and not her friendship with Caitlin. Um, and it made her wonder if she's the only person who didn't know that something was going on with Audrina and Brody. And um, Caitlin says, I mean, and Audrina says no, that she's not, that, you know, nothing has happened. And she seems to hear where Caitlin is coming from, but, and I'm guessing this was maybe editing, but much later on in the episode, it makes it seem like she does not heed Caitlin's words at all and still continues to like flirt with Brody in front of her. Yes. So and also, why is this all on Adrena? I don't like, know. Why isn't Caitlin talking to Brody? Because honestly, Brody is the one making the innuendos. Brody is the one hitting on her. Like Adrena may be receptive to it, but Brody is the one on the lead here. And Caitlin has yet to talk to him. I know. And which is weird because in San Diego, she was quick to talk to him. She didn't pin yeah. it on Amber. I know. Yeah. I mean, you think she would just be like, hey, I'm friends with you guys. Like, it's awkward for me. Um, you know, if you could just give me the heads up if there is anything with, I mean, basically the same conversation she had with Audrina, she could have had with them. Yeah. Yep. So then we actually go to the murder mystery dinner party quicker in the episode than I thought. Yes, right away. Um, And so it, I would say that it has a 1920s theme, if I had to guess, kind of like Clue or something, but this gang has a real hard time interpreting what that means. <laughs> Um, the memo that I'm assuming they got said, just wear the stupidest hat you can find. This entire episode, murder mystery party or otherwise, everyone was in real stupid hats. Yes. Um, so Audrina actually looks cute. She kind of went for like a, uh, Bonnie and Clyde vibe, I think. Yeah. Just kind of generic vintage. Ashley is dressed like a flapper. Brandon Lee comes in dressed like the Monopoly guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no idea what's happening there. Brody wears normal clothes. And then Heidi shows up wearing a sheer bodysuit and I can see her underwear again. I just put Heidi is naked. Yeah. And then she said that her, her motivation was to look like a pinup girl. No, pinup girls in that era just wore their underwear. This was the one night you could have just worn a bra, Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> just nude. Yeah. Yep. So then um, Jason and Ashley confide in Audrina about, you know, the comments that they heard, what the Pratt said about Jason's sobriety. Um, and who says that Spencer has it out for Jason? Does Audrina say that? I don't remember. I think she did. Um, and so then things kind of pop off a little quickly at this dinner. And well, first I, we have to talk about the really stupid thing Heidi says, which is the murder mystery dinner starts, the victim drinks some wine and drops ever dead on the floor. And then when they're going to sit down, the host says, you know, there's table cards for everyone. And Heidi says, and I quote, I don't want to sit next to anyone who has that disease she died from. She was poisoned, you idiot. God. There's no disease. She was poisoned. Like, let's just stop it. <laughs> just yeah. stop well, and Heidi and Spencer, this is, so Frank and I talked about this. We saw each other a few days ago and this is where I'm wondering what was cut out or what was producer driven or a little bit of both because Heidi and Spencer come in ready to pop off. Like they, they kind of like they're sitting at the dinner and they're clearly pissed off already. Yeah. I, it definitely seems like someone has given them the heads up that yes. like Jason and Ashley know what's going on and they're pissed. Yes. Um, 
they didn't walk into this blind. But the thing that's interesting about that is way later, like way later, we find out that Brody and Justin Bobby are pissed at Jason because he confronted him when Spencer was drunk and not in his right frame of mind. So I'm assuming that they were also pre-gaming big time. It sounded like Spencer like had been, was pretty drunk when they showed up anyway. Maybe. I didn't notice that in this case, but I would believe it. Yeah. Um, and you know, Heidi is just kind of like, she and Ashley are jabbing back and forth across the dinner table and they're just kind of like picking at people in general. Like Heidi's, you know, she's being a little aggressive when she says like, you're the murderer, you're the murderer. And she, they just seem amped from the get go. That said, the wall. I wonder if part of that though, is because they had been drinking before and that the whole reason Spencer has been on this, like diatribe about like Jason drinking again is because he's pissed that they were upset with Heidi's drinking on their last trip in San Diego. Right. So maybe their drinking before this just got them all amped up again about it. Yes. Um, I did die laughing when once in the middle of the dinner, Justin, who we finally see, and he's dressed like a newsboy, everybody. Yeah. Um, he does like this accent and he was like, yo, okay there, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I died. And then Brandon actually made me laugh, which he never does, but he decided his alter ego for the night was Helmut von Alpine. <laughs> and for some reason, I thought that was funny. Well, he also says that he's a mountain skier as yeah. opposed to what? A hill skier? Yeah, I don't know. I think he means an alpine skier, but he doesn't. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know. So Heidi and Ashley are picking at each other. And then, you know, there's a lot of like, I don't care about those two Pratts versus Wallers. And then Heidi and Spencer say they're going to get dessert and bail. They also don't have a nanny for Gunner. And then there's so much talk of who has bad energy. If we like, we should have taken a drink every time we heard the phrase bad energy in this episode. Yeah. So then as they get up and they're, they're kind of throwing a fit and nothing has, I mean, things are tense, but nothing's happened yet. And this is when Ashley and Jason ask to talk to the Pratts before they leave. And you can already tell it's going to be bad news. And the Pratts leaving also, again, like you said, a lot must have been cut out because it went to them kind of sparring a little bit with Ashley and Jason, but I'm assuming everyone else was participating in the murder mystery party. So like, why are they pissed at everyone? Right. And we see them first sitting down to the table and then all of a sudden it's let's get dessert and bail. So what yeah. happened to the courses before that? The whole meal. Yes. Yep. So then Spencer just immediately refuses to talk to them, which, you know, he's, he's pissed, but I find it interesting that, you know, things, things just got really fraught really quickly and I don't quite understand so then Jason, you know, calls him out and says, like, you you said I'm not sober. And Spencer's like, no, no, no. I said, I don't know if he's sober. <laughs> it's like, well, that's yeah, not that much better. It. Yeah, that's not much better, Spencer. Um, and then, you know, it's just, it's ugly. It's ugly. So well, and that's when Spencer drags Audrina into it, weirdly. I know. They decide to, they, when they go all in, they go all in on against everybody. And I don't like this direction for them. I will say though, that I was a little annoyed with Audrina because she was just parroting everything Ashley said. Yes. She's like, mm-hmm. you're deflecting, you're deflecting. And I'm like, literally Ashley just said that. Like, I don't think this is an original thought on your part, Audrina, but okay. Well, and I did know Audrina was drunk too, because she walked in drinking wine and then she ordered a dirty martini. Um, um. 
but I would guess like there was no one playing both sides, like Brody, Justin, Audrina, all the people who are kind of in the middle just sat there stone cold. Yeah. And I feel like no one said like, guys, you've both said hurtful things about each other. No one, no one tried. Everybody just let it go. Well, but I don't think Ashley and Jason have said hurtful things about Heidi and Spencer. No, I think they said that they were being annoying and they were like, that was a fact. Yeah. And I, I didn't like the whole, I felt like the producers were definitely being team Spidey when they did the cut to of all of the things that Ashley and Jason allegedly said about Spencer and Heidi. Yeah. They were cut together out of context. And yes, Ashley said she was being annoying, but she was, she was being annoying. And I said, like, you were drunk. You were being annoying. Like, drunk people can be annoying if you're sober. Like, I mean, it wasn't a personal attack. Right. <laughs> I meant I meant more that I was surprised that no one was trying to peacekeep. Oh, no. And that seems to be a theme throughout the episode. Like, I don't understand how everyone isn't team Jason and Ashley. Like, it's a little shocking, actually, later on. Yeah, I know. So, you know... Heidi and Spencer are out in the hallway and they're, they're talking to producers or getting their mics off or masking up again or whatever. Um, and Ashley cries to the table and says that, you know, it's not always about them. Uh, and Spencer and Jason are still yelling at each other. Not quite sure what about. And then Jason says, because you're fucked up, bro. Um, and that's, I guess how we know that Spencer was not sober. And then as Spencer is leaving, and this was the thing that really, turned my stomach yeah it was awful and it turned the whole table's stomach which is totally fair you know they're fighting spencer's on his way out and he looks at jason and he says don't relapse dude he says take a breath i don't want you to relapse dude yeah it's really messed up i mean low blow and after that how anyone at that table could defend him in any capacity is mind-boggling to me i know and you know jason says you're the last thing that would make me drink and after Heidi and Spencer are gone, everybody talks about it. And Brody says they're tough to get along with. And it's hard for me to defend you um, around Spencer, meaning Jason. Like they are, they're just, they're so lovable and they can be so fun, but they're also so hard to love. They do this. It's well, I also, I was disgusted by Brody, like for him to admit that he's too chicken to stand up to Spencer because he doesn't want all that wrath coming to him. So he couldn't be bothered to defend Jason. It's like, how are you even friends with someone like that? Like, I would never be friends with someone that I had to tread on eggshells like that and couldn't be honest with. Like, that's that's not a friendship. Well, also, Brody is the one that exposed the whole thing. I know. I, and for later pe- for Brody to be moaning the fact that they left, I'm like, this is all you, dude. Like, Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the one that felt it necessary to tell Jason. Yeah. I know. Um, and I was actually, so not only did Brandon Lee make me laugh one time, but then he, he provided a smart piece of wisdom after the Pratts left. And he said, hurt people, hurt people. When he was talking about Spencer and Heidi, like he was like, you know, they clearly have some stuff going on and they lash out at people. Oh, because it's an Al-Anon thing. I know, but still I was like, he even said it was, but I was like, you know what, Brandon, that no one else is saying anything helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Audrina says what Spencer said to Jason sort of threatening his relapse was really dangerous. And I don't disagree. No, I don't either. Um, And then, you know, Spencer, I think Spencer is the one that says we're done. It's that easy. So, and I'm assuming I've actually read some articles and stuff and um, people have sent me things that like Spencer's have given articles. And it sounds like to this day, it's Spidey versus the world. It always is. 
But I mean, like, I don't think there's any reconciliation between now there in the end of the episode. I mean, the end of the season. No, I'm, I'm sure there's not. Talking to Justin Bobby and to Brody and Brandon, I guess. And that's it. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. Heidi's yeah. still like trolling on comments from what we've seen, like on other people's, you know, Instagrams or tw- tweets or whatever. Oh, speaking of tweets, by the way, um, I had to laugh because um, as a lot of you know, or maybe some of you don't, I live tweet the episode on Wednesdays. And um, and I, this is a, stolen a little bit from Brian Moylan. I was I read his history of the housewives and he talks about the difference between people who watch the shows ironically and unironically and that, you know, the shows need both to stay popular. Well, there are definitely some hardcore unironic viewers of the Hills because a couple people came for me pretty hard about being hard on Heidi and Spencer. Oh my God. <laughs> like, we're not having it to the point where, I mean, I didn't respond, but it just made me laugh. I was I like, know. oh my God, talk yeah. about drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, and it's not, we don't know them personally. It's not that we don't like them. It's just, I'm tired of them always being the asshole on TV. Like there's so much fun when they're just fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, people said like horrible things about Ashley that I'm not even going to repeat, like tweeted to me, like horrible about her dead dad. And I mean, it was awful. No, that's like not okay, guys. No, no, no. Reality TV Twitter is for fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then the next day, um, everyone's like kind of at breakfast and like, you know, prepping for the day, waking up and Caitlin and Caroline are having breakfast. They talk about all the craziness last night and they say all hell broke loose. And that's where, again, I was like, what did we miss? Yeah. I'm sure there was a lot we missed. Yeah. And like, it's not that what we didn't see wasn't controversial, but I bet the Pratts versus the Wallers and like talking about like, you said this on this podcast and you said this on TV and blah, blah. Like, I bet it got ugly and they cut it all. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. Um, and then Caitlin said, and in all the craziness, I didn't even get to reveal that I'm the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really funny. Um, and Brandon and Danny, more Brandon and Danny. So they're like lounging in their robes, waking up, and Brandon is ordering custom golf bags. He said he was making a custom golf bag. Right. So he's like picking the colors and getting a monogram or whatever. I guess. Yeah. I- in Tahoe. I mean, yeah. he's taking rich people shit to a whole nother level. I know. Um, and then he again talks about how he couldn't sleep until she got there and they love each other and like, whatever. Um, so then there is another group of people. The, the group is divided yet again. There are people going tubing and then another group is going to a painting class. Um, sure. And then, oh, my note says, why does every TV show do this? Yeah. Every TV show has murder mystery parties, Gatsby parties, and sip and paint parties. Yeah. Um, so then the tubing van is talking about how, oh no, it's a painting party. I don't, who cares? Um, one of the groups is talking about how Spencer and Heidi can dish it, but they can't take it, which is absolutely true. Um, and then someone mentions bad energy again, drink. And then Justin says, I bet they won't spend the week. And Brody says, oh, he's already out. Spencer texted me, fuck this shit, I'm out. Not surprising, Heidi and Spencer leave. And Brody is bummed that he lost his tequila buddy. And that's when they just talk about the fact that he should have waited until, um, that Jason should have waited until he was sober to confront him about it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, how do you expect someone to sit at a dinner, which I guess they did for a couple hours, just like, seething with rage because this person across the table is saying all these shitty things about you 
And I'm sure, I mean, we saw the jabs that like Heidi was giving to Ashley. Like you can only take that for so long. Right. And then Heidi, as they're packing Gunner up, we see them leaving. She says that she was really hoping for a fun trip, but her intuition was right. And she doesn't want her son exposed to any drama. And first of all, then stop bringing your son on reality television. Second of all, you lived up to the intuition about the trip that you created. Yeah. You said you were going to have a bad time and then you were determined to have it. And I said this on Twitter and I stand by it. If she doesn't want her son exposed to any drama, she's going to have to give him up for adoption. Yeah. I mean. You can't have those parents and not be exposed to drama. Like that's just like, that's not a not happening no i mean at least they were smart enough not to bring him to the murder mystery party but it wouldn't i wouldn't put it past them well and also why do they have to bring gunner everywhere with them like no one else brings their kids like right. i i'm i'm assuming that's entirely optional be in a bad place with his parents well normally, we like parents could just watch actually gunner. in their defense we found out last episode their nanny was in a car accident but they brought him to san diego and she was fine so who knows that's, but but even if the nanny was in the car, there's in-laws. I know. Like Spencer's parents can't watch Gunner for a weekend or whatever. I don't know. Because even if the nanny was in the car accident, she, he's Gunner still would have come on the trip. It's just the nanny would have been there. That's true. I also think that maybe they should, you know, not hire a shaman or cancel one crystal purchase and get a babysitter once in a while. I'm also wondering if Gunner <laughs> gets paid to be on the show. Oh, he might. I'm sure that they have a clause about that. Yeah. So maybe they're just lugging him everywhere for extra kizash. Yeah. So then we see the painting group and this is where Caitlin starts talking more openly about her relationship with Chris. Um, and it was funny. Caitlin kind of reminded me of Justin Bobby in the scene where she was just kind of like spouting bullshit. You know, they really like each other, but they like their independence and he's so opposite of Brody. He's a really good communicator. This is where my note says she's a thousand percent pregnant in this confessional. Yeah. And then she says, I always told myself I wouldn't jump into a relationship again that quickly, meaning after Brody. But her and Miley was like five minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's all I really have to say about that. Like you you think she was saying she wouldn't jump into a relationship that quickly, like as quickly as she jumped into with Miley and with? No, Brody. she was talking, she was talking about Brody. Like she met Brody and then like moved in with him basically. And she said, and I promised myself I wouldn't do that again. And then she was implying that she moved that fast with Chris too. Oh, well, my, my notes that with Miley. I know I said my note says what about Miley? Yeah. Um, so then we see the tubing group and they're having fun and they say Gunner wouldn't have loved this. It's like, whatever. What kid wouldn't love that? <laughs> and then Brody or yeah, Brody and Justin are very upset that the Pratt's left. They think it sucks. Um, and he Brody feels like he can't voice his opinion and doesn't want the Pratt, the Pratt wrath. Can't say that. Um, but he feels like Jason didn't take his advice. Well, and this is where I got really annoyed at both Justin Bobby and Brody. Like they're coming across A, Team Spencer. Yes. And B, Team Chicken Shit. Yes. Like you're literally too afraid of Spencer to stand up to him yourself and take Justin's side. Everything Spencer did in this was horrible and wrong. And you're acting like you had no hand at all. I know. You both did. I, I don't know. I don't like the whole thing, like left a bad taste in my mouth. Well, and also Justin has been doing nothing but palling around with Jason. Yeah. Playing, playing all the sports, going to his childhood home. And now he's defending Spencer in a way. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it at I all. Don't either. 
So, and then I, I turned on the Prats a little further because we see them back in LA and they have like a shaman or whatever at their house and they are meditating while he like plays chimes and a flute. Um, he just shook a wind chime around their heads. Like, yeah. I don't like, I would love to know how much that costs because I'm going to start offering myself out. That's my new service on the weekends. My note says they spend money like the biggest assholes I've ever seen. <laughs> well, they really do. Well, I mean, especially because we just get this shot in this episode about how they're allegedly broke and about to lose their business. And I still don't understand how COVID affected the crystal business. It's all online. They don't have a brick and mortar. Like, I thought people buy crystals to help them feel better about their lives. Like, you think the sales would have been off the charts during COVID. I don't know. And I was wondering if maybe she was going to say something about their podcast. But podcasts can be done from home. They still were on podcast one last I thought. Yeah, I thought so too. I don't, I don't know the whole thing. Well, I mean, the, the, the scene with the business manager makes it seem like they're going to lose the crystal business, which by the way, if you guys haven't perused prattdaddy.com or whatever it is now, I signed up. So now I get the email like updates and everything. The face products, they're selling beauty as well. Like face products, um, chest, breast oil. Oh, it is God. insanely expensive. Like they're going after like the La Mer crowd. I am so over reality TV stars and their products. Like the lip balm, the lip balm. It's not even a lipstick. It's a chapstick. I believe it's $55. Yeah, no. Yeah, not happening. So this is where in some of their confessionals too, Heidi says that they weren't trying to take away from Jason's struggle with their comments. Then what were they doing? Were they trying to point out the fact that they drink too much and Jason also used to drink too much? Were they trying to make themselves seem better? Like- I don't know. Yeah. So then Spencer says in his confessional, he felt attacked and he's very protective of Heidi and their marriage. And they've been through so much together. And he says, I'm the nicest person ever. But once you try to take us down, you're going to unleash something you don't want to. But again, like how were the Wallers trying to take them down? I know. In any way, shape or form. Right. For two people who are really into like meditation and crystals and, you know, being aligned to the universe or whatever, you'd think that they would have learned to take some feedback at some point from someone. And, and also let's not forget, like, I'm sorry, like if I had gone on a vacation um, to let loose and party and drink and whatever, and there were some people there that weren't of that mindset and I was annoying them, it wouldn't bother me because I know I'm not an alcoholic. Yes. Like, I feel like the fact that they're being bothered so much by Ashley and Jason taking umbrage with their drinking is on them, not on Ashley and Jason. Right. Heidi was being annoying. She was annoying me watching it. I can't imagine living it in person. And it should annoy her. Like, I mean, everyone at one point has gotten too drunk and done something stupid and been embarrassed by it. Like, that should be Heidi right now. Like, she was being embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're tough. So then we are back in Tahoe and we are at this sort of winter bar, snowing pretzels, hot cocoa, et cetera. Um, So Ashley, Brandon asks Ashley if she's heard from Heidi and she just scoffs like Brandon, get a clue. Yeah. Um, Brody and Justin reminisce on COVID and they say, you know, this whole thing's been so hard. We can't be the single boys we are. Yeah, really? that's what Justin Bobby says. And it's yeah. like, come on. I mean, Justin Bobby's the one that's like, oh, the whole world's been shut down. Weren't you in Mexico, like yeah. chilling on a beach, asshole? 
Right. And Brody was, he had a girlfriend or a, you know, fuck buddy. He tried to make a girlfriend temporarily and they're in Tahoe right now while COVID is not over. And they went to San Diego and they went to like that bar with Kristen. Like, come on. I know I'm, I'm, I'm not here for people complaining about COVID who didn't give up very much. No. Um, so then they laugh about Audrina looking at Brody and Justin jokes that he's jealous and then he says that he has his wounds over her still. And my note says news to me. Yeah, I I love when Justin Bobby was like, oh, I'm okay with, I think I'm okay with um, the flirtation between Brody and Audrina. Like, what? What? I know. It's so stupid. Like, you would have been okay with them flirting while you were allegedly fake with Audrina. You didn't give yeah. a shit about Audrina. Right. You wouldn't have crossed the street to piss on her if she was on fire. I know. And now he's wounded over her. Whatever you say, bro. Yeah. So then Andrina shows up at the fire and Caitlin in her confessional, this is where she throws some shade. And I, I don't disagree, but I'm sure it's all produced. Um, She says, you know, it's really interesting to see Audrina approaching Brody as a possible relationship when he so, you know, famously couldn't commit to a wife or a family. Well, which I've said myself before, yeah. like we are conveniently forgetting that Audrina has a child Yeah, and he's not ready to settle down. So yeah, huh? I, my note says that's mean, but it's not wrong. No, it's not wrong at all. No. And then they like Brody and Audrina's little like kissy jokes by the fire. I, I don't care. And my note says this friendship is stupid to me. <laughs> um, it is stupid. And also again, I mean, I, Caitlin was out of earshot, but it's like, again, you're, and it, it's Brody. It's not Audrina. He's the one starting all of the sexual innuendo. I mean, I, she followed through with it, but he was the one lobbing him up and she was the one hitting the back. So I feel like if anyone's being have, uh, talking to, it should be Caitlin talking to Brody. Yes. So then we see Brandon and Danny at another fire. Um, oh, this is delicious. I know. Um, and Brandon says to Danny that she, he wants to move back in with her. And Danny says that she doesn't know. And Brandon says he doesn't think it makes sense for her to have a place of her own. And he wants her back in his house. And Danny says she wants them to feel stronger and she wants to have her own life and her own hobbies. My note says, yes, girl, in all caps. Mm -hmm. And she says, I want to feel completely secure. My next note in all caps says, this girl is going places. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brandon gets offended. My note says hashtag man boy. And he says, it doesn't make any sense. We're together every day. And he admits in his confessional, he's the one that broke it off, but he spun out and, you know, he needs to realize that he did damage that he's still paying for. Um, And he understands that uh, he wants her there, but she says it's just too fast for her. And Brandon looks so sad. And he says, it's just a bummer that we're not on the same page. I did not think it was a bummer. I did a little jig around my room. Like I was living Team Danny. It. Team Danny. Yeah, team Danny. And also you, you, I, you don't love her. You are just in love with being in love and you just want someone to love you. That's what he wants. Yeah. Yep. And I have a feeling that he and I have suffered from this disease myself in my life before has a bad case of now that I can have him, I don't want him anymore syndrome. And I have a sneaking suspicion the second she goes all in and is like, I'm ready to move in within a month. He's going to be like, get this bitch out of my house. Well, I have a feeling that's what happened. The first time? Yeah. 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 He, he's a little love addict and she fell for it and she moved in and then he burned her. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's going to happen again. Yeah. Well, I was proud of her in this scene, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's dumb. So then we kind of have uh, two scenes going back to back um, as we finish up. Um, so Heidi goes to Jen's house of Jen and Frankie and Whitney is there uh, to do yoga, but Heidi just sits on her mat and drinks sparkling water. Yeah. <laughs> that Heidi was a little bit of a hero in that moment only. <laughs> um, and then we see Justin slash farmer Bob go to Audrina's uh, to, to act as her personal handyman. What the fuck? Also, I mean, I am not a rich person, but I would assume rich people have contracts to upkeep their sprinklers. Like, I wouldn't think you'd have to outsource that to your ex-boyfriend. Um, also, Audrina's on television. Call a repair person. And are you even allowed to be using your sprinklers? I thought there was like droughts and like all kinds of water issues in California. Probably. And then Audrina says, Justin will always be there for me when I really need him. Uh, Really? I also want to know how one of her sprinklers broke so that it was literally shooting through the window of her house. <laughs> like, how does that even happen? I think it means it probably had like a partial clog and it was just like spraying oddly, but Audrina probably didn't investigate. So then the yoga ladies are talking about the Tahoe drama. And this is where Heidi explains that COVID has really, you know, put a damper on she and Spencer's finances. Um, and again, I don't understand how. Right. And she says it's been a tough year. And then we kind of get this quick flashback to them meeting with their financial advisor. Um, and they had to lay off six people from the company, apparently. And then she says, I had to tell Spencer to stop buying crystals. That, that was their big sacrifice. They had to stop buying crystals, apparently. And also you own a crystal company. I mean, can't he get his rocks off by just like going to the warehouse and rolling around naked and all the crystals they have in inventory? You'd think, yeah. Um, and then Heidi says they left because she wanted to prioritize her son. Um, and she looks like she's going to cry in this scene. Whitney is being very delicate with her because Whitney is just, you know, a gem. But Whitney's treating her like she's a therapist and Heidi is like, you know trying to ask Heidi very calm questions about what happened in Tahoe. And Heidi looked like she was going to cry. Um, I also think I finally figured out what's wrong with Heidi's face versus oh, okay. her title card face. And now it's her upper cheeks have way too much filler. Oh, like, I guess, yeah. Right here. Okay. Kind of like, like right near her eye. Um, I think that's it. Cause I was doing a really like freeze frame look like her lips look the same. Like everything looks the same except for that. So I think that they just did, got too nutty with the upper cheek filler. Okay. I can see that. Um, and then we get another quick aside of Audrina and Justin talking about how the blow over in Tahoe sucks because it's just so awkward now, which I found interesting coming from Audrina because she was mad at Heidi already. Yeah. I, it, it, I, that the whole thing was confusing. And I mean, I'm assuming that she's just pretending to want to be friends with Heidi to stay on the show. Um, my only note about the whole conversation with Whitney was that Whitney is way too mature for this crew. I, that, I'm glad she she's not on the show. Them. Yes. She doesn't need them. Yes. She's, I mean, she's an adult woman yeah. who thinks rationally and that does not jive with this. Right. So then, you know, to wrap things up, we find out that, you know, Heidi says she doesn't know where she stands with Audrina, but Audrina hasn't reached out to her. And Heidi's offended by that. But then we also learned that Heidi blocked Audrina on Instagram. And allegedly forgot it. Forgot right. she did it. Okay, Heidi, sure. Right. And 
you know, they both are saying to their relative, you know, uh, companions at the time that they both don't want the drama. It's like, really? I think you both love it. Yeah. So then Whitney boldly says to Heidi, you know, that blocking people can come off as very aggressive and it doesn't come across as protective of like yourself and your son, like you said. And Heidi says that she could have texted, um, meaning Audrina could have texted her and she said, I didn't block her IRL, which is, you know, just that maturity level. It's an issue sometimes. And, and Heidi's, also, Heidi, I'm sorry, but if someone has blocked me on social media, I'm going to assume they do not want to hear from me. Correct. And in any capacity. Right. And Heidi says that she feels like she's been very communicative. And Whitney says, well, I don't want to upset you, but I just wanted to point out that I think things like that fuel things further. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we end. Um, and then we get scenes from the next, which is Justin Bobby claiming he's ready for kids. Um, we get some, yeah, Kaylin, um, Brody, um, Oh, I can't read my handwriting. Oh, Chris, Caitlin Brody, Chris drama. Cause I guess Chris and um, Brody haven't met yet. And that's brought up. They make it seem like a thing in the preview. I have a feeling it's not going to be a thing and, at all. Yes. Um, then we get some more Adrena versus Heidi. And then we get to see Brandon turn into Tommy Lee. Yes. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. I forgot about that. That's going to be good. Yeah. Where he goes insane in the membrane. I'm assuming it looks like some X of his is at whatever party they're at and Danny freaks out and he wants the cameras off and it should be good. Yes. Um, yeah. I forgot about that. Ooh. Yeah. Wednesday highlight. I'm in. Yeah. Should be good. Um, well that's it. So we will be coming to you all very shortly with the next episode. Hope you have a great weekend. Keep the Hills alive. Thanks for listening to another episode of one hit. Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareB. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>